how you like your eggs, fried or fertilized, the way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. How you like your eggs, fried or fertilized, fried or fertilized, fried up, fried up, the fertilized, fried up, the fried up, fertilized, fried up, fried up, fertilized, the way you move your hips, girl. Strangely, this goes right into my first topic. Freak last night made a body rock. Feeling kind of groggy. Stomach tossing, turning. I feel the bile building. Young Hummer, Flynn Flossy, and what you might call it. Oh, what was that? Uh, what was that DJ whatever that we had that really bad <laughs> Motor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I heard this, and the other thing is, these guys are totally serious too. I, well, so was a kid. Right, no, you, I mean, okay, I guess. Wow, great video. Highly recommend it. Yeah, very, very good video production. Not, not really. so much on the audio. Well, and the lip syncing sucks <laughs> on it. It's true. And they got this one girl that they keep cutting in of her shaking her hips on, in front of a blue screen with a background from like Windows 98. Hi, welcome to Happy Valley Speakeasy, <laughs> the podcast. You can email us at podpeople at happyvalleyspeakeasy.com. I do recommend it so that we can uh, listen to your taunts or, or well, we re- just want to know. Well, because I've been very intrigued with our worldwide response, and I really, really would love to know. Who the hell is actually listening to us? And why are yeah. Iranians? <laughs> durka durka. Yeah, why, why I ran so many times. I do promise that <laughs> we do not harbor any state secrets. No one would trust us that much. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Though we have been to the Middle East. Um, durka durka. Also, you can visit us at, on our Facebook page, Happy Valley Speakeasy. Or you can listen to us on iTunes and on The Stitcher. The the Stitcher. <laughs> the Stitcher. You know, like the intranets. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Belated. <laughs> Why doesn't anybody ever say Independence Day? When I was a kid, everyone was, it was Independence Day. Now it's just, it's the 4th of July. Partly because we were, so, we were celebrating our independence from sovereignty, and now all the big 4th of July celebrations are run by the state. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Politics for tonight. Mm, yeah, we're, <laughs> not that show, boy. You asked. I, I am. Well, just it was. I just remember as a kid, it was always Happy Independence Day. It was yeah. never Happy Fourth of July. And then, like it, almost overnight changed. No, it was very subtle during the late eighties, early nineties. Perhaps. And more on us not being a political show. Um, diving headfirst into into news um you know so nascar after the whole thing with the with the um confederate flag nascar unofficially banned the confederate flag from being flown on any of the cars or any any of the people involved with (laughs) with um with nascar which of course is like the biggest redneck sport out there so the fans said uh f you um and everybody started wearing (laughs) everybody showed up with flags (laughs) and shirts and you know what they it, <laughs> now that the Dukes of Hazard has been taken off of the T V land, someone ought to like just I don't know, maybe sponsored the Dukes of Hazard on to somebody. <laughs> Ern, Earnhardt Jr. or whatever, or uh I don't even know who the drivers are. I don't I don't follow NASCAR. 
Well, and I don't, f- even, I don't even think Hiram follows NASCAR. No, I mean I know guys around here that follow NASCAR when they're in Las Vegas. That's it. Oh, you mean the the one time a year? Oh, by the way, having lived in, in in Vegas right next to the Speedway, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Yeah, you the, the, talk the, about the, clogging the, just the, a giant heart all at once. Well, yeah, you got you got a, a three lane highway going north where that's for anybody coming back to Utah. It's okay. not even three lane there; it's two lane. No, they've expanded it. No, it, it's two lane until that they, exit. They've, and, they've expanded it. Oh, okay. They've got three lanes going back into Vegas, yeah. and you've got two lanes on a surface street going into Vegas, and that's that, it. And that's it, yeah. You, and that stadium holds, like, what, 50,000 people? No, 300,000 people. So I can never really tell because if you, uh, if you ever drive by it when nobody's there. It's just a giant field of parking. Well, no, aside from that, the, the stands, they've colored the seats so that <laughs> if nobody's there, it still looks like there's people there. Yeah, it does. Which is very smart for the camera. <laughs> well, it's nice, but it just... I mean, I lived up just on the other side of Nellis Air Force Base. So whenever they were racing, I could hear. I could hear. Oh, you, did you ever plug into the. Or are you just not. No, I, I want to make sure my, my audio out was turned I, off on my. Laptop. I see. The, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I could. So living next to Nellis, I got to hear all the jets practicing all the time. So, and you got used to it. Yeah. The good news is they fly during daytime hours. Before there, I lived next to McCarran underneath the flight path. <laughs> Which, which, means, which means I never slept on the weekend. Yeah. But uh, when, during NASCAR, man, it actually was louder than the Jets taking off at Nellis. It, uh, it sucked. Well, that's because they're nice enough to have the Jets going back, the engines going facing the mountain when taking off. <laughs> the NASCAR track was, was basically it, facing it was your built, house. It was built so that every, all the sound funneled to my place. Well, yeah, so you can hear it throughout the city for, you know, extra advertising. Well, actually, what we did is when NASCAR weekend was coming, we got the hell out of Dodge. We would just make sure that we were in St. George during that week, that weekend. We used to go down all the time for the for the local circuit. They have a separate track for the local circuit uh, right well, they next got, to the NASCAR track. Well, they, well, yes and no. They got, they've got, uh, well, they've got, yeah, they do have the, the local circuit, which is am, the, the amateur circuit. Yeah. They have the semi-pro circuit. Mm-hmm. Which uh, allows certain modifications. The amateur circuit, no mods. You you get uh, it's stock. It's actually truly a stock car. Yeah, except for most of the races, where it was like whatever you could get that would stay together on the on the <laughs> this track. Is true. So the, saying stock and, is nothing about that. No, it was but, just fun but, to watch these but, pieces of crap go but around the, the track. Next, the next track to over is the drag racing. Yeah. And that one's actually really fun, you know, watching the big 15-foot tires with mm-hmm. little dinky two-inch tires up in the front and watching yeah. them flip over all the time. <laughs> really? Is. That's what the back bar's for. <laughs> yeah, if they work, if they're long enough, because a lot of them like to cut them short so they can actually get, the, you know, the crowd roaring as the front tires lift. Yeah. But uh, half the time, they flip backwards. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you don't cut it short, if you pitch it right, you can still get your front wheels up. Yeah, you can. It's just... You, you just see it. it but it's, again, a lot, it's a lot more exciting to watch. Pro-am and local circuit yeah, that yeah, I haven't it, learned yet. Basically. Haven't learned that basic physics equation. And so every once in a while on a Friday night, you just hear, well, if I was outside barbecuing and every once in a while, I'd just see like a big fireball go up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hey, we got a winner. To me, what's the most insane to watch on the drag racing is the drag racing motorcycle. Those guys are freaking nuts. Oh, yeah. They shift they for like six gears freak- in 10 seconds. Not only that, but they're hitting the 120, 150 uh-huh. range. 
And they've got the same bar behind them to keep them from flipping and over. The, and the worst part is watching those front tires start to wobble. And you're just thinking, <laughs> you're dead. I would be <laughs> vomiting in my helmet and probably urinating and defecating in my, in my, my uh, speed suit. I guess not. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was letting you finish your... That's the thought. You know, just, you know, I, would, I would be fully out of bodily function control. <laughs> Which is why you're not racing. Which is what, yeah, a 350-pound fat guy on a motorcycle trying to race it. You would do well in the tractor races. Have you seen some of those guys? <laughs> I mean, actual tractors. They're, they're oh, tractor. Or, actual tractor I, racing. No, actually, the ones that I've seen that are really, like, really, really, really fat guys, they're the ones that go and modify their uh, riding lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> Love those. And the, you know, you're thinking, how the hell did you get two seats on there? <laughs> because they cover one for each cheek, man. I mean, those guys are big boys. Several several years ago, our brother-in-law Sterling worked at Sears, <laughs> and basically, uh, they basically told him they needed to go out and make sure that all the lawnmowers, because they'd sat around for a while, would still fire up and run through a, a, a through a tank of gas on them. So they ran them down to the local park, which has this one huge hill, and they just spent the <laughs> afternoon running the, the lawnmowers down the hill. Nice to see which ones would fall apart. <laughs> exactly, they had a couple you know levels across it. So apparently McDonald's is having a problem of maintaining the adult crowd. I mean, those people that go to McDonald's are usually the ones that have children between 2 and 10, yeah. basically. So, that, you know, give them their McNugget, well, throw them in the play place. It was huge, hugely smart for them to add on the play place to McDonald's. And they're all indoor and, and air conditioned. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge draw, especially around here for the summer, <laughs> except for the fact that I go in there and my ears bleed. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, you do have a toddler. I don't have. I don't no, have to deal with that yeah. anymore. I mean, so you know, it's one of those things. I let Michelle take the kids to the play place. Let I, Michelle I, take the kids. And- I. It's you know, it, I can do it if I'm not really hungry. But if my sugars get low at all, being in that environment, uh, it's just not a good. So McDonald's has come up with a nine-step plan to bring adults back to. I thought McDonald's. it was twelve steps. No, it's, well, it's a nine-step recovery because <laughs> they're missing the uh, they're missing the God part of this. Ah. <laughs> um, first, they're going to make their burgers bigger and better. No Big longer, no longer will they have the quarter pounder. They will now have yes, the, the quarter pounder will actually be pre cook weight, four point two five ounces. But so that it'll, so it'll actually be a true quarter pound when it shrinks down for your bun. Are they going to name it different? I'd probably not. All right. Um, they're going to offer all-day breakfast. This one's I think is That's a winner. Smart. This one I think is a winner. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that would just like are jonesing for a McGriddle at like two thirty in the afternoon. Of course, you know they're not going to get that hot and ready to go. That's been sitting in the in the heater for three hours. But whatever. Um, actually, the uh, heater thing is going away. They're going to go fresh. All fresh. Yeah, oh. because they're getting their ass kicked by everybody that does it. Which is everybody no, no, yeah. else. Just ass kicked by everybody, but period. It, yeah. Um, the McKale. <laughs> adding kale to the dinner menu. <laughs> I don't. Bad idea. <laughs> I'm sitting thinking, so they, want, they have a kale salad, and they're going to start adding kale to uh, as an option. <laughs> Burgers. <laughs> Why they? No. Oh, man. My, what the hell? My headphones. Uh, no. Maybe. So uh, over the 4th of July, uh, there was a 4th of July firework death at Up in Maine, an ex-Disney employee 
who played, who was a, a character performer out front um, when he was down in Orlando. Dumbass Devon Staples launched a firework from the top of his head. Now, we're not like, talking about a little <laughs> bottle rocket. <laughs> I read this. He put so a great. mortar on top of his head. It launched. He died. He, he gave himself an aneurysm <laughs> on the top of his skull from launching a... I wonder how big that mortar was because you, you normally can't just pick up a, a you know the a non professional grade. Actually, you, know, you, you can. Uh, you can pick up professional grade mortars. Um, Semi professional. If you go down to Valley of Fire, well, they right. have mortar launch. Okay. Pretty much all the all the Yeah, American but we're talking about Maine, dude. There's. Well, it doesn't mean bought it there. That's true. Um, and I know this is going to come as a shock, but it turns out that him and his friends had been drinking prior to the incident. Probably drinking heavily prior yeah, to the incident. Think, dumbass. <laughs> Yet, how many of that 12-pack is gone? And <clears throat> yeah, this guy, um, for a while, performed as Gaston from Beauty and the Beast at Disney World. Okay. <laughs> Which is the, probably the only reason why this has gotten any publicity. Well... <laughs> than the fact that he died from launching a fire. On top of his... He's playing the most head. retarded character that Disney ever created. Gaston is not a bright guy. No, he's not a bright guy. He's, he's aggressively stupid. I'll give him that. But I've seen <laughs> aggressively <dumber>. stupid. <laughs> is that as good as uh, what was the cooter one last week? That you were, you were, <laughs> douche cooter, cooter yeah. <laughs> and stuck in my head. So we're going to have aggressively stupid and douche cooter as part of our lexicon. Now. And they're going to get together and have one hell of an ugly kid. <laughs> oh, um, I know everybody's worried about this. Yeah. But the Pluto mission will not be harmed from the glitch that caused the satellite to shut down. Mm. Crickets. Let me... <laughs> I, I do have a response. Which is? BFD. <laughs> well, they're, they're actually getting out to Pluto, which I think is cool. Hey, but Pluto's not a planet anymore. F you. <laughs> it wasn't my decision. <laughs> it was Ava's decision. One guy just said, nope, I'm, I'm putting the flag down. It's no longer a planet. And why in the hell everybody agreed with him when he's such an, an oh, arrogant app. prick? Great. He curates a museum. Why, why does that suddenly make him an expert? <laughs> well, well it road? is an astrological or astronomical. I'm sorry. Not an astrological <laughs> museum. <laughs> Here we are. What's your sign? <laughs> yeah. And so, but suddenly he's like PBS's um, yeah, golden boy. Golden boy. Well, he's also in New York. In the old. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they, they've got the glitch figured out. And then the flyby will happen on July 14th. I love this particular story I found. So we had a whole bunch of opens for uh, Independence Day on, in the movies, right? Open. Oh, well, yeah, film films, opens. films open. Yeah. They all got trounced by Jurassic World. <laughs> Still. Still. It, that is a, it, really, a really well It has film. hit the 500 million mark first run US, <laughs> U.S. sales. That is amazing. It is now the number one undisputed uh, first-run uh, success uh, in, in, the, uh, in history. However, when your ticket sales are starting at 10 bucks each, <laughs> it might have a reason why. Yeah. Um, talking about film news, uh, Hugh Jackman. Ooh. He is married to Deborah Lee Furness. Uh, actress, who I can't tell you what she she has been in, but she is part of the business, and they right. and they were married after they both had careers starting, 
And okay. So we're talking post Wolverine, or are we talking like because his I, cre- his career started in theater in Austria, Australia. Uh, I since she's an, uh, an American actress, I'm one of the betters after he came across the the, the pond, came okay. across the pond. Um, but um, she only has one role for him, you know, because he's done romantic stuff on on screen. Right, he has only one role, and the agent knows about this role and has to adhere to it. Right, he is not allowed to do anything with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Michelle is the one that came I told, up with this rule. I told her this, and Michelle's just going, yeah, you think? Like, really? really? Yeah, no, no. Dude, the, the, no. She's been tapping the wrong, you know, the wrong tree for a while now. I just find that, especially with the fact that Michelle still freaks out about it so much. I find that, that hilarious. It, that's almost disturbing. <laughs> so, and on, uh, going, continuing down the line of cinema news. All right. Dustin Hoffman, who I have just huge respect for, definitely, definitely, has come out uh, on a, uh, was giving an interview and said that cinema is the worst it's been in fifty years, and television is the best it's been in fifty years. I would have to fully disagree on well, on at least half of that because I do think that cinema is in its worst uh, in fifty years, but I also believe that television is in the toilet. Um, well, there's a. A, a lot of the, these networks that you're not expecting to do projects that, that are starting to are coming out with some really good content, some really good quality content. It's so rare and so few and far between. I mean, for the most part, we have networks that are doing 80% of their programming oh, is reality. The major networks suck. There's oh, yeah, no they, they blow chunks. He's talking about everything else. <laughs> so the reruns on Netflix, on what? Uh, well, no, the shows coming up that are coming out th- um, through the the uh, – through the, the non-traditional networks. Oh, so you're non-traditional. You mean like internet uh, content? Well, not or? just internet-based, but like the, the content that's coming out with TBS, USA. Okay. Well, USA, though, is, is NBC. It's just like they, we, don't, we don't want to throw this onto, uh, onto NBC. But, I mean... That, how, how, much better, how much better of a, a budget do you think that uh, Burn Notice would have had if they had actually run that on NBC? But NBC wouldn't have put them on. That's what I'm saying is these all alter- right, Well, they al- did run it. Well, NBC did run it. They ran it on USA. Well, but that's what I'm saying is these alternate networks. <laughs> well, it, it, it was such a weird egg to start with anyway because of the fact <laughs> it was the first ever summer series. This is, no, actually, it wasn't the first ever summer series. For their network, it was. Well, for them, it was. But it's not the first ever summer series. There's been quite a few. Uh, uh, the first ever summer series that really uh, hit was actually Survivor. Well, I'm talking when it's actually scripted. Okay, scripted, that would actually be, uh, well, let's see. No, but you're, you're right, scripted, I think that might yeah, be the first. Yeah, and it was, it was a, something new that hadn't been done, at least for them, and was done so well production-wise. Oh, no, the writing was amazing. And, and every, you know, your plot twists would make George Lucas jealous. Oh, yeah. Um, but one of the things that, um, that, he, that, he, that uh, Hoffman was talking about that is a problem in cinema is that they are making the directors work on tighter and tighter budgets with tighter filming schedules, and so they're just not spending the time to really get the characters out. Oh, it's a, you know, they're not giving time, uh, opportunity for the actors to develop the character? Yeah. I can see that. No, I totally agree with it. I, I, I can see that. I mean, all you have to do is look at any of the Transformer movies, and <laughs> that's basically it. No, yeah. I, 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 that's why I'm starting to lean more towards independent films, because... They actually are so character driven because they don't have the budget for the 
the the uber special effects and that's a problem with with cgi becoming so prominent everywhere well, and so good looking that, that eh, it's not even that i don't think it's all that but good looking. compared to where, where it was well the, compared the, to like eraser but you're, really you're, you're getting directors thinking that all they need is cgi and that's going to carry the story and that never carries the story that always makes the film suck yeah, actually, what I think, I think what would really, really help is get people to, uh, actually, <clears throat> oh, uh, speaking of uh, people showing up, here comes the stain. It'll be arriving very shortly. But um, I think Clint Eastwood actually should be teaching people how to be directors. I agree with that. Because he does an amazing job. He, will, he refuses to be shoved by the uh, production companies. And the other thing that he does is he only runs an eight-hour day, period. Yeah. Does he run fives or six, or six days? He runs fives. That's what I thought, eight hours, five days. Which, yeah, it's a longer filming schedule. You don't burn your crew out. You don't burn your cast out. And it's just a, and, and the quality of filming everybody's he's putting out. And everybody's thrilled to work with him a second time. Yeah. And like I said, the quality of film that, that, that he's putting out consistently. Uh, what was the one? Uh, get off my lawn. Um, Torino, right? Grand Torino. It's one of oh, Shane's favorite. I, I want to see that. I've never actually seen it, but I've heard, I've heard nothing but absolutely excellent. Uh, uh, how great the film is across the board. Well, actually, there's a few things like like Clint Eastwood's been in that aren't particularly that great. <laughs> I hated Bridges Over Madison County. Well, I hated the whole, you know, it's celebrating an affair. Great. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like I'm not a big horse fan. Big horse fan. Uh, or, I'm sorry, it's not horse. It was the no, the whole out in the country. I had, I think Shana had read the book and gave me the synopsis, and it was like, yeah, it sounds boring as shit. Yeah, no, it, it was a quote unquote love story, but the love story <laughs> was about an affair that okay. had been hidden for thirty years. There's nothing redeeming about that. Yeah, whatever. Oh, by the way, I, I left you the extension cord there if you want to get a little closer. Um, <laughs> see, uh, another news item, which I absolutely love, world's oldest person, who is now 116, attributes her long, longevity to eating bacons and eggs every morning. Please, please, please bring this woman to, be, to the White House and explain <laughs> that to you, Michelle Obama. No kidding. Damn, man. If, if that's what it takes to be – well, I don't know that I want to be 116. Well, there's something to be said for that too. But uh, I, I read but an, an article. I would guarantee that she's a very happy woman every morning versus having tofu and rice cakes. I mean, I just, uh, I just read an article – well, just last year I read an article from the, the, the scientist who discovered just how bad margarine is for our, system, <laughs> for our bodies back in the early 70s. Yeah, because, 60s. because of the, monos, uh, the, the, the monohydrated uh, fats, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's now like in his 70s or 80s doing <laughs> strong, and he eats bacon with scrambled eggs every morning with Probably the scrambled sc- eggs cooked in butter. Butter? Oh, I see, I would totally do the bacon drippings. Well, he doesn't eat like death eggs. <laughs> oh, come on. There's nothing better than death eggs. Cardiac <laughs> eggs are the best thing ever. Tasting? I don't know that my cardiologist would agree. You're, you know what? There's actually been uh, recent studies showing that 
uh, the high con- fat content actually has zero to do with your cholesterol count. Oh, I know. It's just fun to say. <laughs> <You're kind> of, <laughs> I bet you he eats bacon and eggs. He's like, damn, I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another news item that has me greatly concerned for our international listeners, especially in Asia, uh-huh. Singapore teen sentenced to four weeks in jail for internet posts. Okay. What did he post? I'm going to get down past the picture of the dude with the total college Death to hair. Singapore or something? Or? <laughs> Let's see. Um, Amos Yee has much to learn. <laughs> Singapore Apparently district. my son is writing this. <laughs> Singapore district judge, whatever his name is, said in delivering the sentence Monday. Uh, let's see. You, you know oh. right post on, on Netflix. The boy had already been held in prison and in a mental hospital for 53 days, according to his lawyer. Because he wrote a post on the okay. First of all, it depends on on which where he's posting. Because if it's like on Pinterest or something, he should be put in jail just for posting on, you know, Pinterest. on Pinterest. Yes. Now, if it's hey, on, hey, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with Pinterest. Fag. Oh, dude, you know how hard it's been for me to convince your little sister that everything posted on Pinterest is not true. <laughs> how about on Facebook, man, dude? Your your daughter lives and dies by the uh, digital posting of everything. And yours doesn't. Mine? What, which one? The one that used it to come I don't. Out? She, hey, you know what? She's on her own. She, she does not live here. <laughs> I do not control now. her. She's an adult. She, All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. He was arrested in March after complaints over his postings of an image of Singapore's founding premier, Lee Kuan Yew, which <laughs> was found to be obscene and comments rolled to offend Christians. Nah. So, well, apparently, obviously, this is in America. Yep. But again, given the fact that he got four, four months for postings, I'm glad we're, we're, we're broadcasting this out of America. <laughs> so maybe this won't be downloaded in Singapore. <laughs> Subway suspends Jared Fogle and scrubs him from its website after a child porn raid. Chain distances itself from weight loss yeah, pitchman was... after his computer seized by the FBI. You know, it's really too bad that he's thin now. Because it would be so much sweeter if he was a fat guy. So you're saying that he's not thin because of Subway, but he's thin from the <laughs> massive amount of masturbation. Oh, th- this article gets better. I got to get down to where. Yeah, but the part you, you got to realize how old he is now. Isn't he like in his thirties? Oh, at least. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Looking at you, Jerry. Looking wow. at you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, want to get a six inch? <laughs> oh really? That's a, <laughs> Come on, you were you were thinking it. <laughs> no, I was not thinking about Jared Schlong. I, I really wasn't. You are now. Just because you give me measurements. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, well, I got one right here. Well, I know that his um, there's a gentleman that he created a foundation. The guy he had running the foundation. He had fired, and shortly after he got fired, he got Russell Taylor. He was um, investigated and found with more than 400 child pornography videos in his house two months ago. So there's some speculation that it's related to that. But um, they found someone from his from um, when he was in college that, that I'm trying to find um, that I just found hilarious. <laughs> um, well, col- if it's college like adult porn, that's totally normal. I, I'm not saying child porn. I'm saying, I know. you know, if he, if, if it's, especially back then when he was in college, you know, he was like the 500 pound guy. 
I don't think he was dating a hell of a lot. No, and that's what I'm trying to get to. They found someone that he knew in college, and um, while he was in college, had so much porn that he owned, he had started creating a <laughs> rental business out of his dorm room. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope he had a bunch of baby wipes to call it take and spank. (laughs) (laughs) It was shortly after that period of his life that he discovered Subway. (laughs) Only because it was the only way he would ever have a foot long. Piece of meat in his mouth. (laughs) Well, if he goes to prison, he's skinny now. Paula Dean sparks yet another race row after one posting is... a photo of her son Bobby in brown face on Twitter. Okay, she before would... blaming and firing her social media manager. Now the media manager get fired for posting it or for not saying what the f are you doing? No, the, she, he got fired for saying not saying this is a very bad idea. Now you got to realize what it is that she was trying to pull off. Being racist. No, all she was doing was doing a bit for. Uh, uh, as Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball, because she's she's dressed up in the Lucille Ball thing with the you know the red curly hair, uh-huh. and her son is supposed to be Desi Arnaz. Unfortunately, it looks so horrible on on the photo, especially with her, her history. Yeah, <laughs> it just ends up being absolutely uh, people were taking it absolutely as racist. Oh, and and the posting, the text that goes with the image, and this is the part Lucy, that probably Lucy, you got a lot of splitting to do. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Paula, you got a lot of splitting to do. The only thing that she does is she. Uh, I understand. It's really too bad that people just can't take a joke. That is true. And so everything, 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 everything is offensive, which is why we don't care that we offend people. Because you know, at the end of the day, someone could just turn us off. Yeah, you can always just say, no, we're not downloading anymore. It won't hurt our feelings because we already aren't downloaded that much. <laughs> so remember a while back, um, we, we were talking about Bill Cosby and where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, yeah, this is delicious. Bill Cosby admitted under oath in 2005 to drugging women for sex. I just have to know one thing. Did he do it to his wife? Well, all, all, I mean, because ambient sex, we need to call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the headline here says that he bought drugs and used them in consensual sex with women in Las Vegas. Mm. <laughs> You'd have to know what, which drug, in fact, it was in order to make it consensual. Well, it, it was Quaaludes. So it, it was more like... So you don't want to have sex. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah. well, that's what the transcript or the headline says. But then in the transcripts, when you got the quaaludes, was it in your mind that you were going to use these quaaludes for young women that you want to have sex with? Yes. Well, it kind of throws the whole concessional thing out the window. Yeah, that really does. I mean, giving. First of all, how in the world is drugging somebody, your partner, a sexual enhancement? All I know, don't you? I mean. Don't you want to have an active partner? You know, it, All I know is um, that was... We really need Hiram here. That was Hugh Hefner's introduction into uh, whatever her name is. Anna Nicole Smith? No, uh, Madison. or The one that just came out the book. Uh, oh, yeah. Who knows? Who cares? Well, that, in the book, she... Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't read the book. I, I, I read some of the news stories <laughs> yeah, about the book. Um, <laughs> we know what's hidden in that <laughs> closet. Uh, so she said that that's. Did you find that book, Jeremy? Did you find the book and read it? I played the fifth. 
but um, she said that when she met Hugh Hefner at a club, he offered her coiludes. Yeah, I just can't see that being very fun, man. <laughs> There's never, not never been on them, so I can't tell you the whether it be fun or not. Well, I've you know I've had the wet fish ex-wife relationship before. You know the just the the giving nothing back. So I I know that's not fun. And that's when you pray for Ambien. <laughs> Ambien. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I am pray for it or <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I don't think he prayed for him. <laughs> and, <laughs> at, least, uh, uh, at least dear God <laughs> tell me that he didn't. <laughs> and along those lines, another article Woman attacks her boyfriend in a drunken rage after he refused to have sex with her earlier in the day and she looks like a zombie. I mean her face just <laughs> Oh yeah, total total meth addict. Um, mm, damn. <laughs> I think I think there's a few of our friends with ex girlfriends that look better than that. <laughs> Dude, that zombies mean kind man. She's accused of hitting her boyfriend for refusing sex. She then viciously punched her mom in the left eye during the attack. So he needs a ketchup packet and throw it in her eye. And, but he's having this fight in front of, in front of her mom. <laughs> There's so much wrong with this. Oh, maybe Mama June was there ready to film it. (laughs) No kidding. No, no, it's the pedophile boyfriend. (laughs) So, um, nice little story from the CDC. Heroin use is an epidemic in the United States now. Out of all the drugs out there, I don't think heroin would have actually scored to the highest. I forget it would have been math with how many meth labs there are. Isn't heroin cheap, though? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me, Jeremy. You're the one that's in high school. <laughs> I am pretty skinny. <laughs> Actually, uh, Jerry Garcia was a major, major uh, heroin addict, and he was a huge guy uh, when he died. Heroin, uh, apparently. Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can tell you, I know who we're talking about. Nope. No clue. Well, he died, what, back in the 90s? Like, like 94, 95, something like that? I just know that they're finally getting around to do the farewell tour. <laughs> Seriously, right now it's going on. Well, I know. I'm yeah, just wondering uh, how many uh, stagehands have to help him with the walkers. <laughs> someone, uh, I didn't read the whole story, but I know someone died at the concert over the weekend. Anyway, uh, uh, from uh, CDC's been tracking this from 2002 to 2013, and has jumped uh, t- from... Uh, uh, yeah, it jumped originally at 63% uh, in fatalities of overdoses up to uh, roughly 517,000 people between, in the reporting period total, which makes it a total of 150% increase since the 80s. Needle up. <laughs> Lovely. Um, by the way, the next, the next uh, drug of the, uh, choice, Oxycontin. I didn't think it was that prevalent. The people could get it, but obviously they can't. Well, you got to realize Utah is the number one uh, prescription uh, drug abuse state. Oh, I knew that. Well, the number one drug of choice here by prescription is Oxycontin. Which you're only really supposed to get if you have terminal cancer. Or, or other uh, chronic pain uh, devices. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, reggae star Shaggy says pumping his music into ISIS strongholds would prevent more executions as he promotes his new single, Go F Yourself. Mm. <laughs> nice. I don't think ISIS is really getting ready to pump his music at all. Yeah, I figure if you pump it into strongholds, it's mainly to, for torture of the prisoners until they have their heads cut off. <laughs> he thinks highly of himself. Uh, apparently. Suggested hits such as Boombastic should be pumped into terror camps. I agree with that. Again, torture. I do think, however, he should be aiming more towards Guantanamo Bay. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, the whole terror camp thing. Or, or, or. Should having him, oh, oh, do it in, 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 in interrogation rooms at police stations everywhere. <laughs> I confess, I confess. <laughs> Shut it off. Got anything else? Oh, yeah, I got more. I, I, I thought, thought you did. Oh, that. I do have a bit here, but I don't want to, I want to do this after your, uh, a little bit more news. Okay. Let's see here. Utter idiocy. HSBC staff are slammed online for filming ISIS-style mock execution video on team-building away day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're dumbasses. Well, uh, that kind of goes along with the... Uh, I don't know if you've seen this explode all over Facebook lately, but you know the whole semi... Uh, there's been the, the semicolon uh, tattoo thing yeah, going on? Well, Kia got one. She has one on her left wrist now. What's what's her pain? I don't know. It's just self awareness of uh, or awareness suicide. of not just suicide. I think it's more. It's, of just, it's oh, actually I, more of self abuse. But for uh, her, I think it's more of look at me, look at me. Well, I do believe that. However, I find it ironic that you're tattooing yourself, which is in fact a form of self abuse. That works with this. You're tattooing yourself, which is in fact a form of self abuse. To be aware of self abuse. What? <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 am I, I know. Am I wrong in my thinking here? No, and no. He's, he's only playing Shaggy to prevent self abuse. No, I'm thinking about torturing you. I like it. <laughs> he's always like I, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad if they beheaded to. You know what? They should be interrogating Jared with this right now. <laughs> <laughs> just this is just uh, that's all you hear is in the background is the in the. And have like the entire wall is the big thumpers, uh, subwoofers. And they've got the, the little doll. Where did you touch? <laughs> touch the, <laughs> no. <laughs> Where did you watch? Because remember, it's digital porn. <laughs> Grizzly Bear picks up a 50 pound rock and tries to smash the glass of his zoo enclosure with repeated blows at startled visitors. He wanted the F out of there. He was done. <laughs> Apparently. And, well, it's in Minnesota. <laughs> so all he wanted to really do was get out for some beer and brats. Like <laughs> you know, smart bear for you know, <laughs> the repeated attacks. Near now, that, there was like the fat Gunter kid that was just pissing him off. Now this next article, I have some several mixed emotions about. <clears throat> Vigilantes kill four hundred pound alligator. The eight man who ignored the warning signs and jumped into the marina where it lived for a swim. Okay, so we had, we had the theory of evolution in terms of survival of the fittest. So we have a Darwin Award winner. winner yes. And guys trying to, to get revenge on the dude's no, dead. No, 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 point. no, but I can see the removing of the dangerous animal. Uh, All right. 
But at the end of the Continue. day, I mean, yeah. You, you do have silent on there, right? Yeah, I don't know. Continue. I mean, you're going after an innocent animal who happens to be effing big. Right. But he, but he is, in fact, danger perhaps even to livestock over in that area. Though killing an alligator is a Class C misdemeanor with a fine up to $500. Which state is this in? Uh, where the hell is this at? Texas. Okay, maybe in Texas it is, but in Florida, it's just sport. <laughs> well, where, where I was at in Mexico, they had all these signs about be, watch for crocodiles, beware of crocodiles, because there are crocs that occasionally will come in. They've got fences to try and catch them. But if one does come in and you kill it, you, it's against the, the law there to kill the alligators. And Even if it is to preserve your life. Uh-huh. Can't kill allig- or crocodiles and you can't kill um, iguanas. I can understand the iguanas, but iguanas don't do anything. Nope. They eat fruit and flies. And they're really cool looking. <laughs> Actually, they, I'll tell you what, they reek to high heaven, man. You don't, you don't want an iguana as a pet. Leave the iguana in the forest where it belongs. There is a blaspheming Christian mother who is on death row in Pakistan for drinking from a Muslim's cup. Now her <laughs> husband reveals that even if she's freed, the lynch mob has offered a 60-pound bounty to kill her. The question is, does he take the 60 pounds? Well, it depends. Is she a fat chick? Or? Yeah. Of course, I don't know how old this picture is. <laughs> but he also has a Hitler mustache, so who knows? Mm, I think he's going to do it. <laughs> the Hitler <laughs> I want the new bride. Uh, I didn't say he was German. <laughs> well, you might as well be. So down in Malibu. Oh, uh, yeah? We, we've got a Zuma story here or something? Uh, no, Malibu. Well, it's right next to it. No, uh, Carbon Beach West. Okay. Technically, all beaches in California are public beaches, but all the rich people who have lived there over the years have made it like impossible for non-building owners and renters right. to get to the beach. And now, after a 30-year legal battle, the city is forcing the, the entryways open to allow it to be an actually public, true public beach. Okay. Well, I bet you the homeowners are happy about that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is places where you... Well, the California Coast Commission actually is... They do a few good things now and then, but mostly are so restrictive on what you can do. It's really impossible to be able to do any kind of development for economic purposes. But there's just been a, a ton of stars that have lived in this area. And, oh, yeah. You know, Babs. J- John Travolta, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. Uh, well, Courtney Cox and David Arquette kind of lived together for a while. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's just been this huge ongoing battle now that the gates are forced open. Of course, Zuma still looks like a better beach. <laughs> <laughs> Zuma's an amazing beach. Well, plus there's no parking there because of all the houses. Uh, there will be soon. Don't worry. There will be soon. Um, retro Nintendo game Tetris (laughs) reduces the risk of post-traumatic stress disorder. Really? Researchers. So you you have to fit slot A into, you know, tab Tab A A into slot B B will help you reduce PTSD. So if you beat him and then give him an old fashioned Game Boy. Let's go for it. Let's try (laughs) this figure out. (laughs) We'll see how well we're talking about you, Jeremy. Oh, oh uh, <laughs> since you're so participating, would you turn on the lights? I forgot to turn them on because we got us getting down to the 
blind man's bluff here. Researchers asked participants to watch a 12-minute traumatic film. Particip- <laughs> and there's so much that could be filled wow. in for what that film was. <laughs> participants recorded each time they had intrusive memories for a week. The day after watching the video, the group returned to the lab and as half played Tetris for 12 minutes, the other half had a break. At the end of the week, the group which played the game and took part in the reactivation test had 51% fewer intrusive memories than the control. So, I'm willing to... Do we really want to explore maybe what the traumatic film would be? Because <laughs> I'm thinking like Mama June's home porn. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's traumatic, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, that give you PTSD. <laughs> well, it's got to be something traumatic. I don't see how that could be. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> think of the worst horrific thing. Bring it up to the next level. I think they should do like a combo of that and Schindler's List. Maybe it's a recreation of a porn version of Schindler's List starring Mama June. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would start see, see, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going too dark? Going? Yeah, you, 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 went, you, you exceeded. <laughs> exceeded what? Going too far. Yeah. I didn't say too far, too dark. Oh, well, yeah, too dark. <laughs> too dark. Yeah. And that's my news bender. Okay, so... So the New York Times did a an a, analytic of Google searches by topic and what time of day. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So what time is the child porn browsing happening? Hold on. <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself. Actually, you tell me. Um, <laughs> like I know. I met him. So we search for doctors right around 8.20 a.m., which actually makes sense, especially if you're feeling like crap or your kids are... are or you wake up with a hangover. <laughs> uh, we, re- we research recipes right around 4.30. When, you're, four, when four, you're hungry, yeah. Or right, before, or right before you make dinner. So usually I look for my recipes ahead of time when I, like I go to the store to buy stuff. <laughs> um, we, look, we research enlightenment at 3.16 a.m. I can't sleep. Why? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Here's a... Oh. Uh, search for weather, power, uh, prayer, n- and news peak just before 5.30 a.m. Interesting. I guess for all those early, early morning commuters, I don't... I try the, to this one, this one I actually understand. Search rates peak uh, uh, for suicide at 12.36 a.m. I'm guessing. Shut this shit off. You like Jeremy hadn't heard it. <laughs> so let me let me go on with the explanation here without the interruption of the retard song. Um, see, I'm figuring at 12:36 a.m. The reason why people are looking up suicide is they just had a horrible date. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, and the lowest <laughs> and the lowest rate for suicide searches is 9 a.m. You're already done by then? You either did it or you're going to work? <laughs> it didn't work out that well. I'm going back to work. Um, let's see. Oh, um, porn <laughs> is, <laughs> is spikes right around 3 a.m. 
What? Do you have to? I got a couple more here. Um, between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., these topics spike. Words like symptom, gonorrhea, syphilis, and <laughs> HIV. So that's after a good day. That's after a good day. <laughs> or, or a really, really bad date. <laughs> Depending on your point of view. Uh, oh, and here's one. Uh, anyone know who, what uh, light erotica is by chance? Light erotica. Or lit erotica is an, another way to pronounce it. Erotic literature? Yeah, just written porn, basically. Right? Um, well, it's, a, uh, it's an erotic story uh, website. It, having to do everything from soft to, you know, triple X hardcore. And uh, it turns out that women prefer to read about the porn instead of watch the porn. So they're always searching right around 2 o'clock in the morning. And then this is the best one for last. How they know it's Actually, women? What? Well, probably by, I don't know, probably by the log on. You know, because this is actually a Google search. So when, if you're logged into Chrome oh, okay. with, uh, with your login. That or it's Caitlin. <laughs> well, Caitlin's just logged in as a question mark. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. The, uh, <laughs> search uh, search rates peak for forgot password uh, right around two to three a.m. Probably because you're hammered and trying to get it, <laughs> whatever you're trying to do. Um, Facebook, which is uh, is most likely to be misspelled Facbook between two and three a.m. Again, and, drunk. And finally, between five a.m. and six a.m., people. This is uh, the peak question: Why is my shit green? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be having anything to do with the great Kool-Aid you had last night. That's why. Don't be offended. God. Nasty. Just nasty. So uh, we had a request from Jennifer. Don't, don't, don't. She uh, asked about uh, taking a look at all these really bad stories coming out of Baltimore. So, um, as I, and when, when he says us, he means me, him, me first. I've heard of it. Well, (laughs) I wanted to spring this on you. Okay. So, Oh, that's actually not even the right story. Thank you. Um, there was a uh, a mom who let let's see as soon as it pops up man this thing is slow today there someone's watching Netflix <laughs> not me <laughs> that one might be a little bit better if it was okay um, uh, I'm going to put some early, early an music Apple, an Annapolis judge a district uh, court judge today Set bail for a woman for five hundred thousand dollars whose baby was found abandoned in Pasadena on Pasadena Road. Um, combining it with a whole bunch of other, uh, apparently her boyfriend was also arrested and set for for uh, bail was uh, for seven hundred fifty thousand. A uh, boy be- allegedly beating a dog nearly to death. Uh, oh, there's the whole. Um, Freddie, Freddie Gray thing that's been still going on today. Oh, they're still writing? Well, no. Here, the attorney is saying because of how powerfully charged the uh, political atmosphere for these 
six cops are, that they need to remove them from the venue of Baltimore in you order to get, a, to get a fair trial. But uh, there's a big snag in that because our AG decided to step in. <laughs> well, of course, Eric goes in to screw things up. And then finally, the, the creme de la creme. This is the story that made me actually kind of go and wonder a little bit. Um, related back to the heroin story, a statewide surge in overdoses in Baltimore due to heroin overdoses because the heroin is laced with fentanyl. Usually when you cut it with bad stuff, it's like rat poison. So I'm just kind of, you know, with all this perpetual news on how horrible Baltimore is, she wanted to know, what the hell's going on in Baltimore, man? Because it's like the only city that's really got this perpetual wave of, of bad news. <clears throat> and the fentanyl one just kind of struck me as odd. I mean, who the... Fentanyl doesn't probably not really great for heroin, but where the hell do you get that much fentanyl to be able to cut it into heroin? And why? Yeah, why? It just it strikes me as really, really strange. Well, I I I think a, a lot of it is them not wanting to let things calm down after the the whole uh, Freddie Gray thing, <laughs> just so they have an excuse for. For breaking in and stealing stuff. And no, it's part of the social atmosphere of, you know, it's just an excuse. Of course, like with every, every place else, half the writers weren't originally from Boston. <laughs> well, They're bust in. Um, very much like Ferguson. Yeah. So moving on to something happier. How many of you like Oreos? Sure. Now, you used to love to do this little trick. We're at a family picnic one time when I'm about 12, and there's a package of Oreos there, and I got bored and didn't want to bother with the cookies, so I started taking them apart, eating out the The, the creamy center. Putting them back together and putting them back in the package. And I got through about half a row doing that. <laughs> and my mom's talking to, her, to my aunt, and absentmindedly starts munching on cookies and I'm just watching this barely <laughs> holding it. And, dying. So, and suddenly he's she goes, tearing. wow, these cookies are kind of dry. Looks down <laughs> and just gets <laughs> irped out at the fact that so, she, she, had was, ate, she had eaten like four or five of the pre-licked cookies. And, and when she opened it, it was very obvious <laughs> that they'd been attacked by someone using, <laughs> using four teeth. <laughs> so, so apparently Oreo has gotten the idea. They, uh, you heard of the double stuff uh-huh. and the regular stuff. Uh-huh. They're now making, they're going to introduce Oreo Thins, where they have the cream is half or less than half the amount that they use. It's going to bomb. I mean, it's like, uh, really? You're going to give me a healthy Oreo? That's what they're actually going to market as, the diet Oreo. It's going to bomb. Well, I'm actually thinking maybe this is a way that they can drop the caloric, uh, the caloric intake so that it will be acceptable in schools. <laughs> no, I honestly think that's what they're trying to do. Right, okay, I can see that. Oh, there was one news item that I accidentally skipped over. Production assistant shot dead as she walked with her boyfriend in Hollywood. And the cops were looking for the person who did it who fled in the sedan. Guys, PAs get treated like crap already. Oh, yeah, they do. They make no money. Leave the PAs and, alone. And they break their back in doing it. Be nice to the PAs, unless they're stupid. But we don't, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Other than the fact that she's a PA and 30. 
Well, if you're a PA in 30, you're you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, you're doing you're it really right. not doing it right. You're not sleeping with the right person. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're just not that good. That or or, or the she's the type of PA that does enough work to keep gigs coming on, but doesn't actually want to do anything with any real. kind of, or any kind of technical skill whatsoever. Just she wants to be there for the party. <laughs> but even that, she's a PA. Leave her alone. Yeah, she's there for the free booze at the party at the end. Booze? <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually at the cast party, they'll have an open bar. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> when I was working on that crappy sci-fi <laughs> flick, Time Lock, which you can get see on, on Yahoo. Um, <laughs> oh, goody. And I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> I think I might just because I need you know it'll be it'll be easier to masturbate to that and then slamming a book on my cock. <laughs> Go watch Jerry. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, one one of the PAs on there about every hour to two hours, you'd catch her back in our car getting high with another one of the PAs. Oh, nice. Uh, she was always token. Okay, so you know me and Liz and how much I love them. Um, here's the list of the most expensive cities to live in, uh, one per state. And it turns out that our friend Jennifer used to live in Huntsville, Alabama. She just moved to, yeah. to Florida. So Huntsville is the number one most expensive city to live in, in, in Alabama. Well, that's a relative term. The most expensive city in Alabama. Yeah, relative. It's not relative. That's actually... Um, it's relative to Alabama. How does it compare to L.A.? Uh, well, it's super cheap compared to L.A. Exactly. Uh, medium rent paid is uh, $725. Uh, medium income is $55,000. Uh, $55, and uh, uh, city cost of living is uh, 91.3. And I don't know what that 91.3 means, actually. But uh, as compared to, like, Anchorage, Alaska, where the mean rent is at 1150 <laughs> What's that? Am I dropping out? No, I say that's harsh. Oh, it is. Well, but Anchorage, the reason why it's so high is that they have to import everything. It's well, kind of it's kind of like living in Hawaii. Just, yeah, I know, but that doesn't excuse the rent being high. That excuses the milk being high. Well, that's also because in Anchorage, there's not a whole lot of land to be able to have, house all the people that are there seasonally. What? Because in the winter, they have all the fishermen, and in the summer, they have all the oilmen. Ah. And they know how much the oil guys are making. So. Yeah, yes, and the fishermen actually sometimes come out in bank too, depending on. If, well, no, I, got, I got a friend that used to work on one of the deadliest catch boats, not during crab season. During oh, the rest during, of it, and they probably fishing. made dick, right? No, I said even doing fishing, you're making good money. The yeah. crabbers make it made a lot more, cause it's a lot more dangerous. Well, it is, and it's also in the most brutal weather possible. Yeah. Um, Little Rock, Arkansas, has the the high point there. Now, in California, this actually surprised me. San Jose is the most expensive place to live. That's I would have actually thought it would have been San Francisco. No, because so many guys that are Silicon Valley guys live down there in San Jose. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that makes sense now. Maybe maybe like 10 years ago it would have been, or maybe 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, they have a severe shortage of, of space, of buildings, because of all the, the Silicon Valley guys. Boulder, Colorado is the most expensive place to live in Colorado. No real surprise. Uh, Bridgeport. Actually, I, I figured Aspen would be. No, um, because Aspen is actually seasonal for the most part. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Bridgeport, uh, Stanford, and Norfolk, Connecticut is the most expensive place in Connecticut. Dover, Delaware. And here's the one that caught my eye because Jennifer just moved there. Fort Lauderdale, Seawall, uh, and Stewart, Florida is the most expensive place to live in Florida. That's really interesting because I was in Fort Lauderdale when I graduated. We went, Michelle and I did a one-week trip to mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale after I graduated from college. Um, and we went there because it was a cheap place to go to. That was by a beach. And this was 2002, right after the dot-com bubble burst. And they were dying out there. Well, they were, but in the last... We went to a, a mall, not like the, 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 the small building they have here that they call a mall. A real mall. <laughs> you know, a real mall that's the double the two-story that's two over, over 200,000 square feet. Three stores open in the entire mall. Wow, that's that's devastating. Yeah, that's how bad it was well, in 2002. They're saying now that the median income is $46,000 and the median rent paid is $1,200. Good for them. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Atlanta, Georgia. That's not a surprise. Urban Honolulu. And you're not going to believe this. Medium household income, $73,000. No, that's, that's a decent, you, right, but wait, remember, it's Hawaii. Things are triple what they are here in St. Yeah, George. I know. I'm, I'm glad to hear that they are able to make that kind of money there because I know how expensive it is there. Median rent paid, 1600 bucks. Yep. And that's not for a big place See, at all. Boise, Idaho, Idaho no, no surprise there. Because there's nothing else Chicago, there. Illinois, no, no surprise there. Indianapolis, Indiana, no surprise. Iowa City, Iowa, not a surprise. Lawrence, Kansas, and I have no idea why. Yeah, because none of us have been to Kansas and never planned to. <laughs> uh, Lexington, Fayetteville, uh, or Lexington, Fayette, Kentucky. And this is no surprise here. New Orleans is the most expensive city in Louisiana. However, it's actually quite comparable to right here. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, $45,000 medium income and $900 rent. That's about what it is here. Yeah. Uh, except they have way better food. Um, <laughs> well, yes, I, yes, know, they I, do. I, I've been to it. It's delicious. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, most expensive city. Boston, Massachusetts, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I wouldn't have thought it would be in that. Are, it's actually becoming quite a, a major center. Well, between the college, I bet you the, the reason why is because of the college. Yeah. And, um, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Jackson, Mississippi. Well, it's a state capital, so I don't see that as a particular surprise. Yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Missoula, Montana. Why Missoula, Montana? <laughs> Why not? What else is it going to be? <laughs> Helena? The state capital? I know nothing of Montana. <laughs> uh, well, you'll love the rent. It's only 700 bucks, and the medium household income is $49,000. Surprised it's that high, actually. Uh, not with the oil boom. Yeah. Which is dying now again. No, actually, it's not for uh, North Dakota. Uh, uh, they're still finding private, uh, private yeah, and, shell. I know that a lot of the shell places ended up not not closing, but basically going putting up on pause. Because of how low the oil prices are. Yeah. Uh, Reno, Nevada, which surprised me because I thought Las Vegas was super expensive. At least it was when I was living there. But, uh, in fact, it, I, sh- I really think this is wrong I, because I was paying a lot more money than this on rent. Uh, rent's only $870. The medium income is $53,000. And 
I just don't understand why Reno is so more is not is the most expensive city compared to Las Vegas, because Las Vegas, I mean, yeah, you have a lot of casino jobs, but uh, I mean, my my income down there when I was making you know living, uh, what twelve years ago is when I lived there, I, we were only making thirty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars and our rent was nine hundred bucks. It was really expensive there. Uh. Manchester, New Hampshire, Trenton, New Jersey. That one's a little bit of a surprise. I would have thought it would have been Newark. Uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. New York, New York. Like, that's a surprise. Uh, Most expensive land in the the eastern hemisphere of North North America. Okay, so median household income for the five boroughs. What was that? Oh, is that you coming down? Yeah, I'd adjust my mic. And okay, um, six fifty. Sorry, sixty-five thousand dollars is the medium income for the five boroughs. Their rent is at thirteen hundred dollars. Ouch! Yeah, that's really pain. And then the food is even really expensive there. And oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure everything is. Gas and well, uh, they, they've taxed them to death out there. Jacksonville, North Carolina. That one surprised me. I thought that would have been um, I figured, Raleigh. Actually, I figured it would have been Charlotte. Charlotte is pretty expensive, and or uh, even uh, Wilmington's pretty expensive. Yeah, but um, you know, I figure anywhere Though with Wilmington's with, got a more affluent crowd in it. Well, it? I would have figured it would have been anywhere actually anywhere up in the IT triangle, which is Raleigh, Charlotte, and <laughs> and Durham. Okay, this is skewed. Bismarck, North Dakota, medium rent paid seven hundred dollars. Medium household income as of twenty thirteen. $92,000. Oil workers. Yep. <laughs> uh, Columbus, Ohio, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That is no surprise whatsoever. Providence, Rhode Island. No surprise there. This one's actually uh, pretty comparable to here. Uh, medium rent and paid is 900 and the uh, uh, medium household income of 55000 Yeah. Uh, Charleston... South Carolina. No surprise. Uh, Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota. Which, is, wow. They got cheap rent there. <laughs> 600 big bucks there in the medium household income of 55000 Uh Nashville, t- uh, Tennessee. No, no, su- no surprise there. Yep. Dallas, Fort Worth, and Arlington, Texas. Uh, very comparable to here. Uh, $900 rent, uh, $57,000 in median income. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, no surprise nope. whatsoever. Actually, a, kind of a surprise in that based on what our me- medium income level here in St. George is versus the uh, rent. Uh, no, I, I can see the rent being higher up there, but the income being about the same. Uh, Actually, see. a little bit lower here. Uh, yeah, our our, 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 me, our medium income here is forty two thousand. There's uh, in Salt Lake is sixty one thousand. Yeah, I mean, Southern Utah is the horrible ha- habit of paying Un- people less underpaying because, everybody because they can. Yeah, basically, Burlington, Vermont, uh, Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia, uh, Seattle, Washington, and Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, let's see, Madison, Wisconsin, and Casper, Wyoming. Okay. That's all 50 states. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yatter. Well, it's just somewhat, you know, there's a lot of areas in the, in the United States I haven't been to yeah, yet, so I have, I have no valid opinion on it one way or another. 
it's not necessarily an opinion. I just found the list really interesting when compared to where you're living or, in this case, uh, happen to know a couple people that live in yeah. them. Or I've lived in some of those areas. Uh, you know, in the south, I can understand Jacksonville. I can understand... Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting, though, was having Fort Lauderdale fun- suddenly skyrocket because back in the early 90s, it wasn't even close to that. It was actually... Uh, more of the Keys that was the most expensive place. To oh, live. yeah. The Keys are always, and Key West has always been hor- horribly expensive. But the Fort Lauderdale all the way down the coast to uh, Seawall apparently has exploded in, in uh, resort type uh, along that, that whole sense. coast. And so that, that really kind of surprised me that that's the most expensive place to live. I actually would have thought it would have transferred back to um, Tallahassee or even uh, along, uh, along uh, Panama City or. Because I know that Tampa just got devastated in the, in uh, the development the development uh, crush of the 2008. Yeah, and see, I haven't been to Tampa since. God. You guys went in the 90s, like 96, no, 97? 2003. I was working for a company okay, so, that had a, that a, we had a, an office out there. I see, and I'd, I'd written customer support software for our customer support call center here in St. George, and two weeks after I pushed the software out, they moved the entire floor to. Tampa. Nice. So whenever I did an update, I got to fly out to Tampa to roll it out. Oh, then how bad is that for you? Yeah, they paid me to fly out there. No, oh, I know. Gave me a nice rental. Um, a story that uh, I had flagged you on Facebook about. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not commenting <laughs> on that. I, I haven't commented on Facebook on that one for many, many reasons. <laughs> I mean, I thought I, I would. I, I know how traumatized I am from a dentist who just used a hand on the mouth and the nose. This one is disturbing. Oh, oh my gosh! So, uh, Dad takes his kid to the dentist, and uh, the he gets dentist. A feeling. What? And he gets a feeling. No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you got to see the pictures of this thing, man. Um, he takes, his, he takes his kid to the dentist, and the dentist escorts him, the kid back into, the, uh, back into the, the, you know, the little office there. And says, Dad, dads can't be back while kids are being worked on. on. So he's out in the front reading a mag. Suddenly he hears his kid screaming. He comes bursting into the, into the room, and he finds his daughter strapped down to the chair. With the ma- air, air mask on, like Frankenstein monster strapped to the chair, like uh, there, like there's a full net around the entire body, is, is keeping even? the kids uh, strapped down, and she's struggling. The doctors had the dentist had uh, another dentist there, and a couple of uh, of dental aides take the dad physically out of the room and shove him out of the off the entire dental office. That's super legal, right? Though they they claim that they explained it, the the whole thing to him that he signed an agreement on it, and he said, "No, nah, you never said squat about a restraining." Yeah, you never said. And so he's suing the shit out of the dentist, and I think he, the dentist is going to lose. He better for because that, crap. that is actually completely unethical. Except for one problem. What's that? I'm willing to bet that they made him sign a agreement to go to arbitration. Uh, that's possible, but I would still, but there should actually be, well, what I would do is I'd actually make a, con, uh, both, both sue and a complaint against his license oh, yeah. against the license. There's no arbitration. They have to investigate. 
Well, and the, and the people who did, did the article in, interviewed the local dental association. They said, yeah, we we have dentists that use this, but we always recommend uh, talking through the whole thing with the How about with having your dad freaking there? If you're gonna and be, having the, the parent there yeah, whenever yeah. they use it. I mean, dude, what the hell are you doing to the kid? You're, you're going to scare this sh- I mean, you and I hate dentists to this day because of what the hell that guy did. And so we got a really good pediatric dentist that all the chairs are open air. They sit you there right next to your kid. Oh, yeah. And they've like, never and, done and any every, of that crap. And, and, and everybody across the board <laughs> is open, so everybody sees what everyone else is uh-huh. doing. Uh, you, go to, uh, you go to Schultzen? Uh, Michelle takes my... Well, the one that's next to uh, Dixie New? No, it's, oh, okay. uh, it's over on Riverside. Okay, River so it's, it's a different guy. But uh, because I, I've designed – I've designed – oh, okay. <laughs> I've designed dental, uh, ch- no, pediatric dentals before, and that's how we do it is that all the chairs are wide open for everybody to see, and if they have to go into the uh, – for a little bit more intense surgery rooms, there's glass right there, and there's also the parent seating inside that room. Uh-huh. So – Every and, the, and that particular dentist walks and talks through the entire procedure, so nobody's freaking out. Because uh-huh. if you know, and the way he explained it was, if the parents come, there's an eighty percent chance that the kids are going to be coming. Uh-huh. That would scare the shit out of anybody. I mean, could you imagine as an adult they throw you into a straitjacket and going, "Okay, Doctor you know, Doctor Giggles oh, now is going." Yeah. <laughs> he comes in with a giant clown it's, mask. It, I mean, it, it's it's suddenly become a little shop of horrors. No, Little Shop of Horrors would have been nice compared to this. I mean, he would just... No, seriously, imagine Little Shop of Horrors with uh, a straight jacket. No, the only thing I'm thinking is uh, suddenly you have Pennywise coming out with dental tools. <laughs> Combine all the fears into one. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'm just wondering, you know, is that actually a bedpan underneath that seat? <laughs> Gush. Are they done? Good. Hose down the bed. <laughs> There's a shower next to the next to the operating room. So, Jeremy, what the hell have you been doing right now? Well, he's probably Facebooking right now. Uh, no, no, he's a Twitter junkie. Okay, I'm you're, you're, actually yeah, Twitter is awesome, but because uh, I can pull the needle out of your arm, it's time for an intervention. No, I'm I can I say a lot of shit. I, 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 I can quit Twitter anytime. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting ready for my podcast tomorrow <laughs> with Hiram. With Hiram? Yeah. It's, it's his graduation present to me. He's been promising, but hasn't been able to make it work yet. I see. But, uh, yeah, it's his graduation gift. It's been a present to, to Jeremy to come and do a podcast. Sure. He'll, I'm play, actually, he'll play and diddle with you, but won't play with us. Yeah, no, he won't diddle you. It's, I'll just leave it at that. I feel so, so lonely. No, he promised. He gave me 50 bucks, and he said, hey... I'll, I'll podcast for you once. Hey, I'll doodle you. <laughs> so that's our return after like eight months of not podcasting. And then I'm actually kind of excited because um, there's a girl in my graduating class that did porn. What is she like, Jeremy? She did porn. <laughs> what? She did porn. I didn't, I didn't tell you about that? No. Oh, okay. Do explain. Okay, start over. Start yeah, okay. the story over. And where, and where, and where can I find this? Online. Yeah. Okay, start, the, start the story over. <laughs> where, where? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so there's a girl in my graduating class uh-huh. in my school. In Utah. St. George, Utah. St. George, Utah, who did <laughs> porn. Sweet. And Obviously, she turned and, 18 before she graduated. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. She did. And her parents <laughs> are actually cool with it. it 
Wow. Yeah. That is screwed up. That is that hey, is she's, she's making money. She's actually cool. Person. Whatever. <laughs> she's Whatever. No, 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 listen, listen. listen. In like one or two weeks, I'm actually talking to her right now, seeing if she can come on the podcast. How <laughs> funny would that be? This one or, or yours? No, I'm totally, sure, I'm, I'm, totally I'm, I'm sure it's his podcast. Oh, mine. Are you sure? I'm not bringing her to you t- <laughs> weird ass 40 year olds. Oh, At least why? she's my age. Why? We're, we're the target audience. <laughs> well. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's gonna be really good, really funny. Wow, funny we're, slash disturbing. Well, we're trying, we're just deciding whether we want to like not mention it once that she's a porn star, or just like nonstop. No, no, dick be, jokes. it would be nonstop. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is that it? Oh, just sex music. Yes. <laughs> what is this? 1970s. Hey. Retro man. <laughs> yeah, pod me out. <laughs> Sex syrup. Oh. <laughs> nice to get. And they'll be closing the, the segment with sexual healing by uh, <laughs> Marvin Gaye. <laughs> or oh, I just had sex by uh, Lonely Island. I want your sex by George Michael. Maybe. Okay, this dude sounds like Prince, and he's completely white. I mean, I mean there's nothing not white about this guy. <laughs> nothing not white. Oh, wow. Leon. Dude. I can play that famous Lionel Richie song. The Lionel? Lionel. Lionel. I don't give a Lionel. shit. He hasn't been anything for the last 10 years. He doesn't have to. He's got dancing on the ceiling to set him for life. No, that's not the hit. <laughs> Now, admittedly, I, that's a great track if you're going. You don't just need something to fill at a party or something. But, uh, but yeah, at least I'm booking cool guests, and you guys haven't done shit for two years. No, because we're not that kind of show. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I think it's really going to appeal to my my audience. <laughs> High school, both kids. of them. Hey, I have like 500 kids. I want to at least 500 kids. I want to listen to it. So. Actually, we should look at his download numbers. I don't have access to them. Oh, I see. They're not on my server. <laughs> Surprised that you don't have access to them. No, um, I, I gave him some direction on how to get things set up, but I see. they set it, him and his guys set it all up themselves. I didn't well, and anything. I, I, well, we tried to do it on SoundCloud for our first podcast, which was terrible. It was me and my friend Devin. Uh-huh. And then we did one on a place called Mixler, trying to. Do it. Oh, I didn't realize you weren't still on SoundCloud. No, well, we only um, did. We've only done two shows, but we tried Mixler once because it was a live streaming. But who's going to listen to us at like whenever we uh, did it? Try Stitcher. Stitcher actually doesn't host this. You have to have it hosted somewhere. Well, actually, they do have a, a way to host it. It's just that it's easier if you don't. Yeah, yeah, but we're just going to go back to SoundCloud. Have people ask us questions, and then uh, our show tomorrow is going to be about high school because we're all graduated, and so that'll be entertaining. Yeah, so hi, I'm graduated. <laughs> What's that? I'm graduated. So yeah, I'm, we're graduated. We're, I'm just going to tell my, some of some of my bros, and I'm just going to tell all his Britain ship jokes, and <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. And he'll have his uh, gay snow canyon stories. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm I'm just so excited for it. <laughs> And are you going to um, finally do the whole roast um, bit that you had planned out? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm a strong I recommend that you actually have it all, yeah, at least the, the, 
the the topics written out so you don't and have to stop for and two do minutes do it in it. the correct order this time so you know you end with the horrible joke. I guess I could, but there's no one here to stop me. Well, I understand that, but you see, it's all about presentation. You build up to the, the, you yeah, build up yeah. you build up to the to the last Jimmy Carr horrible joke, and then because it's funny the whole way, you can get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, but, but the problem is, I don't know which one. It, I guess the hand, the the, sh- the shown one was the most offensive. The cross country shown one was the most offensive one I had. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah, stop messing with the uh, But I. That's like the worst one I have, I think. Uh, I think what probably got you pulled was the, the joke about the, the black kids. That's the one I'm talking about. The, Ethi- oh, the yeah. third one, the Ethiopian shown joke. Uh, that, yeah. For some reason, it registered as the, the cross-country one. <laughs> That's like the one time Hiram's ever been proud of me was when I got kicked <laughs> off the stage. I was the first person he called. For, for being super offensive, even though it wasn't even offensive. Well, it wasn't super offensive, but b- making the, the principal very uncomfortable with the direction the show was, go- was taking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was so proud of myself. I was the first kid, I think, in high school, Pineview history to get kicked off of the stage. So um, when you were talking about your guest performer that you're excited to have on your podcast... <laughs> <laughs> Remind me of a guest performer. <laughs> Better not. Would be. you please create the show? Um, when I back when I was in high school, I was in the in Ro- the Turner Roses, um, Pasadena City College, right? All that all that nerdy stuff. Ninety one. Yeah, and uh, there was another trombone player from our school that was there. I was Cronin. Was yeah, Cronin was in it, and. Of course, he's a horn dog, so he's <laughs> hitting on every girl there and ends up going to a couple parties with a clarinet player. And the last party he went to that year, he was telling me that he dis- discovered that how this girl paid for college was doing the occasional porn flick. Nice. And her last endeavor for for that school year was a little ditty called Anal Invaders. <laughs> and, of course, it's someone that Cronin would, would end up catching up with. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Did you sign this cover oh, for I, me? I, I wanna, I, I'm just thinking about questions right now. Like, so how do you pick a really good porn name? I just wanna, like, just, it's going to be so fun. What is you, your porn name? You take your middle name and then the street that you grew up on. Or, or uh, a pun that involves dick. Or, or other female body parts. Yeah, you're name. right. Why you guys keep looking at me like I've got some kind of hidden porn name? Angelo Tigolo. <laughs> Angelo Tigolo. Tig. Tits. Yeah. I don't know. Just off the cuff. Angelo. That's a guy. Yeah, I'm a guy. <laughs> no, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Kimball's not gonna be my <laughs> porn name. Sorry. Why don't you just name yourself Carl? Well, you know, not everyone can pull that one off. <laughs> Carl Schlongmeister. Uh, I don't want even be involved with the whole <laughs> naming of my dad's penis. No, I'm talking about you. Yes. Your, your porn name. I'm not going to do Carl. Sorry. <laughs> no, he'd be Carl Jr. <laughs> Richard Cabeza. Uh, right. Richard Cabeza works. Big bald Bob. 
But <laughs> you're pointing at me for Big Bald Bob. You're the baldest. I think he meant ball. Yeah. As in the undercarriage. Yes, but he doesn't enunciate. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does mumble. Big ball. Duh. <laughs> okay, this is dying. Yeah, it is. It's a horrible. <laughs> so good luck on your shtick. <laughs> Shti- yeah. Shtick. It should be good. <laughs> um, I, I hope I get some messages on Twitter getting called an asshole. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> You're horrible. Uh, That's just, your goal in life. No, my goal for the podcast, because I'm just going to talk about all the kids I hated in high school and talk shit on them. They have no saying anything. Oh, so basically the valedictorian speech that Hiram always wanted to give. Yep. That's why he's... F you, F you, F you, you're cool. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I would have paid to see him try and pull that one off. I, it was funny, I I asked one of the the directors at our school if I could have a valedictorian be part of the uh, graduation uh, thing to see if I get a speech, and he said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> <laughs> okay, he well, very, he was very clear on that. I do have one more final segment: guy code for sports. You I'll need, go, to, you, take, need you need, you need, you no, 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 you need to be taught this. But that. Jeremy, Jeremy like will back me up. Gonna, Jeremy will back that, me up. That makes me you, sound like I will ever watch sports. Well, you do on occasion. Yeah, if I can go to the game. I hate watching Oh, yeah, by the way, um, the BFD uh, moment of the week, women's wins the World Cup. US, oh, they win. dominated. And one of the chick players kissed her wife. Yeah, whatever. That's, what, that's what's being pushed all over the, the media right now. Okay, yeah. how to watch sports. There is no single acceptable situation for the question, is the game almost over yet? Not one. <laughs> yes. I, I, well, that, that one I have a hard one with because I've been I had to sit through some games that it's one thing. There low, is actually, I think there is one I, exception. It's one thing when it's low scoring, but when it's low scoring and bad, and it's never going to no. end because they both <laughs> suck. No, there is one exception. I will add one exception to this rule: soccer, <laughs> golf. No, golf is actually easy because you can always just dismiss golf. But you know. When we went to like soccer, last soccer. time, we went to a Dodger game. We ended up going thirteen innings. Oh well, yeah, okay. And it was a fantastic game. Oh no, yeah, but you're never you're not asking is the game almost over yet? Yeah, your you, wife might be, but you're not. You're enjoying the game, but she wasn't there. The only well, time, then that makes it even better. Yeah, the only the time kids. I've ever asked is the game almost over. It was semifinals, Dixie versus um, Desert Hills basketball. High up, schools for those who are not yeah, familiar. Up in Salt Lake. And the game went into six overtimes. <laughs> that's not, no, that's not a bad game. No, it's not. But this this was to play against um, Pineview. Or Desert Hills. Or I figured it would well, have been. Pineview already won their game, so they're going to the finals. And so this was to see who they're playing in the finals. And we, I was exhausted at that point, and the game went on for four hours. <laughs> I figured it would have been the, the first final game that you went up. Football, Pineview versus Desert Hills, where it was snowing and you're freezing your ass off because you had a thin little jacket. Uh, no, I was only saying that the last second we lost. Okay. <laughs> Rule. We're number two. We're number two. Yeah, that was a very commonly chanting towards us. It sucked because we would. They were the reigning number two championships in the state. For the last three years. In, in the state of Utah. No, not this last year. We didn't make it to the finals. Oh, okay. <laughs> they weren't that good. Way to win. Yeah. Was, um, so we, 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 
second place spine view. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Don't complain about the incessant uh, remote control flipping on Sunday. We know when to flip. We know where we're going. And we're trying to catch as much football as possible. Yes. What's this we? I understand. Okay. Would you rip up? <laughs> he needs a man card. Hand it over now. It's going in the shredder. Uh, don't belittle our gambling on f- or fantasy football. Comments like, <laughs> you have a bookie? Or, I can't believe that you guys pick players and pretend that you're the coach. Or, my personal favorite. <laughs> this is shit I'm sending you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> especially, especially the bookie. Um, you, guys don't need, uh, so you guys need to get a life. Are all guaranteed to make us hate you. See, the thing with fantasy is that you're watching particular players to see if you could. Yeah, you're you're enhancing your game experience because you you now are rooting for individual players, even though you hate the team. It's a whole different level. I don't give a flying. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, yeah, but it's like your. It does make us want to punch you in the throat. Yeah, and and there's it, it's a whole thing of like you're predicting who's going to be good this year. A lot of shit talking between your friends if your team's really good. Happens quite often. Well, I guess that's part of it also. So, the whole shit talking. If you weren't going on a mission, I'd totally do a fantasy league with you involved. Yeah. And hire him and uh, maybe. I would love to have him involved only because he's a statistic nut. So, so always, he, there's a good chance he could actually have a good team. Cause he, well, that's the thing because he did, he did a uh, March Madness thing and he did it based, based purely off, off of statistics because yeah, well, I had, had no emotional okay, side so, in the teams. Which means, that I came, which I means, lost one which means you had a very, very good chance of winning a fantasy football team. If uh, you're, not necessarily. Yeah, because if, if you have a, if you are going basically, you know, you're picking your players not emotionally and only on statistics – there's a very, very good chance, a high probability of having that team last the entire year. But the thing is, you've got to account for if they play in a, sta- uh, a closed a dome or an open field stadium. What, uh, yes who's, their, dome. who's their QB? Yeah, but you see, who's their team? Yeah, but you, you, that's why you pick an. Uh, you know, so say you're getting, you've got a running back. Uh, you pick two running backs because someone's going to have a bias yeah. at some time. So you pick one that's going to be an indoor you know, running back and one that's an outdoor running back, so that you can. You know, when, depending on which team they're playing against, you can. I know you're boring, you're getting boring the shit out of everybody that doesn't if, care about yeah, fantasy. And but you know, the point is, it makes a difference. Yes, it makes a very big. Like, difference. let's say if you're going to pick up a QB, <laughs> you want to pick up someone who's on the East Coast who plays an outdoor stadium because they're used to the cold, like Green Bay, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, well, Aaron Rodgers, or Ben or even or even up in Seattle is a, is a good. Uh, oh, outdoor, so you've got to expand that. Expand yeah, that out. Used to snow. You got to expand that up to someone in the northeast because okay, taking someone from the southeast isn't going to have the exact same effect. Well, no, you're picking someone out of the northeast because they're going to because they live they work in exposed. Exactly, just saying the east coast. Well, not knowing, I, I choose someone from the south southeast. It's well, a warm or state. or uh, in Denver is an outdoor stadium. So yeah, so pay Manning. Or even choice. Kansas City, or um, mm-hmm. so you you find outdoor stadiums where these guys are going to be much tougher over the long term. Not that you care at all. <laughs> um, when picking sport, uh, when picking players for sports teams. It is permissible to skip over your buddy in favor of a better athlete, as long as you uh, see. As long as you don't let him uh, be the last sorry son of a bitch standing there on the sideline, you know. So when you're playing dodgeball or whatever, <laughs> you can skip him over the, a couple times, but just make sure he's not dead last. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. that works. You're uh, doing it for yourself, not for them. Yeah. 
Uh, never hesitate to reach for the last beverage or pizza, but not both. That's just mean. I, I no, that one I get. <laughs> that goes for any kind of uh, gathering. <laughs> this is for Jeremy. Women's sports are considered a classy B porn, except tennis. <laughs> yep. Thanks. <laughs> if a bet and challenge is uh, is let's see, if a bet is made and the challenge is completed, then the better may recoup his money by immediately completing a more daring challenge. If he refuses the challenge, or chooses, otherwise known as a double dare. Yes. If he refuses the challenge or chooses not to uh, propose one, and then only let's see, and then only money must be paid. Yeah, let's see. We move on to Would you turn this off? It's so distracting. I have a hard time reading as it is, okay? There is never an occasion which any shirt without buttons may be tucked in, unless you are participating in an organized sporting event. This I would have to agree. Anybody that's wearing a T-shirt with a with a tucked in should just be furiously slapped. I agree with that one. <coughs> friends don't wear don't let friends wear speedos ever, um, unless you're Michael Phelps. Yeah. Phrases that may never be uttered to another man while lifting weights. <laughs> Squeeze. <laughs> yeah, baby, push it. <laughs> uh, push it. Push it real good. Uh, <laughs> come on, ba- uh, come on, give me one more harder. <laughs> give me what? Give me one more harder. One more harder. Yeah. 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 Um, it's the only weightlifting turns into gay porn. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Another set, and we can hit the showers. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> nice turd. Uh, yeah, nice turd cutter. An ass. Uh, okay. Uh, no, the one that made me uh, giggle was uh, come on, give it to me harder. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Of all things, <laughs> that made you giggle. Made him giggle. It's pretty funny. It is really funny. Um, Something you'd and, say in a football locker room, <laughs> that, not, that, not, not a normal the, gym. The, yeah. Uh, not that you would know anything about that. <laughs> Any object thrown with a reasonable speed and accuracy must be caught or forever be called a pansy. Untrue. There, Cody Wellstead, QB, who played for my high school, who's going to play for BYU once he gets back from his mission, Threw the football so damn hard, he almost broke my hands once. So with the so with speed and accuracy. Yeah, he's really good. Although that means saying, that you didn't catch it, which means you are the pansy. At least I play sports, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you trombone player, you. I played basketball. Yeah, actually, he did. In, he in did Vans. He tried to play basketball in Vans. No, he actually was in an organized. A community league of basketball. Yeah, and I was like in seven, sixth grade. Something like that. Yeah, you were about 12. Yeah, and I, I didn't come back the next year because I had this bad habit of getting the rebound and going the wrong way. <laughs> That's how good. How could you not know, you jackass? Actually, that was the final play <laughs> of the season. And he did. He was so excited that he got the rebound. I was so excited not that hey, I, realized, touched, I touched the ball. Not realizing he was at his own net. 
dribbled all the way down and made a gorgeous layup in the other team's <laughs> net. You, you realize you could, the mode, the retard. Uh, this was total dirt mode. Were you not watching the game? <laughs> not really, because nobody ever handed in the ball ever. Regardless, ever, watch, ever. You got to be ever. No one ever gave him the ball, and now you know why. <laughs> you sound brokenhearted about it. If two men fight, the winner is not allowed to start another fight with the same guy. However, the loser may get unlimited chances to reclaim his honor. Yeah. How? <laughs> um, short shorts have, have been banned. Unless you're participating in a sporting event which demands shorter shorts, or you are an active member of the military, or an active member of the village people. Agreed. No real man should ever be allowed to pop his collar down south of Jersey. Not she, depending what sport. If rugby is okay. No, he's talking about just in general. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jersey no, Shore, basically, the, never. The Joseph Smith uh, collar, the high collar, died for a reason. Well, yeah. It <laughs> died with 1820s. him. 1820s. It died with him. Body paint is only acceptable on game day. Yes. Uh, and For men. Yes. yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> otherwise it's just creepy. <laughs> Even on game day on me, body paint would be creepy. <laughs> well, with you. On you, yes. But actually, but we, only- wouldn't, we wouldn't actually put body paint on him. It would be duct tape. And just rip it off. You got the marks there in the hair. Yep. It's so he gets number red, 14 on the back. A little bleeding. <laughs> There's this guy in Wisconsin that uh, was part of the student section. And being a diehard fan, painted his body to the certain color of the football team. And this was in, like, December. And he died in the stadium from hypothermia because no one could tell from his blue skin that he was had hypothermia. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> Go team. But they won, though, so that's something, <laughs> po- something positive. No man shall bring a woman to a guy's night out. True. This is punishable by verbal abuse for life. Yes. Agreed. Totally agreed. Because if you're Ex- with your girl making out while we're having a bros night talking about trying to make out with or get a girl, <laughs> you can go to hell and leave. It should be understood that while, yes, cheerleading is not a sport, it is perfectly <laughs> acceptable to watch. <laughs> or hang out with them. Oh, of course you're going to hang out with yeah, them. Yeah, I'm just I mean, saying. Usually they're the slutty ones. I mean, yeah. They're not too bright. Bitching out. Wait, wait. What does that look? What does that look? <laughs> he did. No, no I, I used to run the Burns Arena. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I feel a story coming on. <laughs> Multiple. Go for it. Oh, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, I, you, you're the uh, one that brought this up. I didn't bring it up. Yes, I you did. You're, you're the one <laughs> that gave the creepy-ass <laughs> smile. Yeah, that was the, that was the, I know something I should never know. It's, I, I, I put my finger in a place I shouldn't have. Whenever someone brings up about did cheerleaders. Did you get a stinky pinky? <laughs> no. Whenever anybody <laughs> brings about cheerleaders, I just always remember the first game where I'm running the Burns Arena. They had a new head cheerleader. She wanted to cue up her own tape. Blah, 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 blah. I'm st- over at the audio board. I turn around, and there's a girl down on her knees playing with the tape deck. <laughs> and just the angle from the entire rest of the arena looked so wrong, and I was doing nothing inappropriate. 
except, the, except, for, smiley, thoughts. except, except, except for thoughts. And smiling. masturbating. No, no, he wasn't um, masturbating, but the smile on his face. Everyone, every guy was like, oh, yeah, you're the man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bitching about the, the brand of free beverage before a ball game in your buddy's refrigerator is strictly forbidden and grounds for dismissal. True. I'm going to bring that one back up the next time you bitch about what's in my fridge. <laughs> it is free for you. But it's, there's, what, water bottles and diet well, pepper? <laughs> not, not just water bottles because I've gotten off of caffeine. And carbonation for a bit. Um, when stumbling upon another guy watching a sp- another sporting event, you may ask, you may always ask the score of the game in progress, but you may never ask who's playing. Yes. Why not? Because they usually say the name of the team and then the score <laughs> and then the name of the team and the score. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually had that explained to me before. <laughs> Patriots 10, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Green Bay 2, you know, that kind of thing. Which actually has. I've never actually thought that through that far because I never makes sense. <laughs> Well, that's why you don't bring women to sports bars to watch a game. Because um, <coughs> you will get that question. Shotgun must be always called with finger pointing down at, at least the seat, let's see, pointing down at the seat at all times when getting out of your chair, uh, out of your seat. This is good for two minutes, but uh, but not a bathroom break. If your seat is, uh, if your seat is up for grabs, however, house rules may come into effect. In which, in which case, the le- it is left up to the homeowner for a sudden death route. Agreed. Someone, <laughs> this is, okay. Let me let me try not to laugh at this one. Someone doing a uh, doing bench press. And another guy wishes to perform an atomic fart in their face. The receiver may not uh, may not finish their set and, re- and release a uh, warrant uh, warranted fury. And get, and get pink eye. Yeah, it's said that that has to be <laughs> iterated. Not iterated. Um, iterated. There is one exception to all these rules of uh, for home entertainment uh, sporting events. All rules are null and void if the homeowner is married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Because, and the, the subtext is because sex is still more important than sports. Agreed. <laughs> that is the sports guide, uh, the man code sports guide. What you listen to, <laughs> you, you zoned out halfway through. Oh, no. No, I actually didn't understand a lot of it, but I, I listened As soon to as it. we got into fantasy football, that's when his eyes glazed over. Yeah, well, I never really uh, got into it until like four years ago, but now that's You know, awesome. from my perspective, I would never actually get into fantasy football. Yeah, from a statistical standpoint, it would be interesting. I could probably put together a halfway decent team. You could also other probably than, put together an algorithm that would tell you which. <laughs> other than the fact that I actually have to learn so much about football, I don't want to know. Oh, it's not indoor, outdoor. No, 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 no. no. It's not indoor, outdoor because there is an indoor indoor arena football and there's football, American football. I don't care. (laughs) Do not care. You will, you will lose your guy card if you mix those two. Arena football and and outdoor arena football still around. Yes, Utah has a team. Yeah, Utah does have a team. Utah Blaze. Yeah, up in Salt Lake. They didn't have a team last year because they um, they were supposed to send some sort of registration thing and they forgot to do it 
And, <laughs> and so they were, yeah, they were not allowed <laughs> to participate, but they do have, in fact, an arena team up there. Yep. And see, I knew an arena football came out, you know, what, 12 years ago? More like 20 years ago. Gene Simmons has a team in Vegas. Yeah, I knew. Oh, it's in Vegas now? I think it's Vegas. It, it originally was in California. And I thought it was in Pasadena. And they had it. Inter- it could have been. I don't when know. they started the team, it was integrated into his TV show, which made me care even less about it. <laughs> um, finally, I want to know what Netflix binge shows do you watch? Ironically, the last week and a half, I've gotten back into Burn. rewatching Burn Notice. Yeah, but, thanks to me. What? No, well, but he, I always recommend shows to him, and he doesn't watch them. Well, no, he he loved Burn Notice. But no, well, it's no, it's, it's on there, the there's several shows that Jeremy wants me to watch. The problem is, I don't. The only time I get a chance to watch TV at all, well, do is you, like do you nine binge, o'clock? The question, at night. I guess, the question is, do you binge watch? When I'm programming, I need something I can ignore. If it's something I've actually no, no, pay, this is something where you get emotionally tied into the show. I don't have time. I I do not have time right now. I do. Well, not right now. Okay, so let's, let's go back when you did have time. Say when you were unemployed, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there any? What, did you binge watch anything? Oh, because this is actually a new phenomenon for America. No, I I, I have. There's been uh, several shows that I have. Um, in fact. <laughs> Uh, a couple months ago, when I was having to do late night programming for work to get a, a project done, Archer. I always uh, I got hooked on Archer a couple months ago. Before that was the show Longmire. Uh huh. And it, like I said, really the only time I get to watch is when I'm when I'm doing projects. Uh, when I was unemployed, I'm trying to remember back. I'd had Netflix. I don't know that I actually watched that much because I kept trying to find side gigs. Sure. Okay. How about you, Jeremy? Is there anything that you binge watch? I've binge watched plenty. Um, right now, it's uh, Louie. I'm just trying to get through the series because that's a fantastic show. Is that the Louie Anderson thing? No, no. Louis C- oh Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, okay. The Louie, yeah. That one. I've been. There's a show called Graysland about a house in California where is a house full of FBI agents, DEA agents, and uh, and uh, oh, what's another one? Uh, Oh, the border <laughs> control or something like that. It's just a bunch of guys, d- different guys from di- from different agencies, agencies working, working on drug cases. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I I uh, binge watch Breaking Bad. Okay, that one I have binge watched yeah, because the first three seasons you just get so hooked. Yeah, and the last two are just madness. Yeah, it is total chaos. Yeah, I've gotten up up until the time when the when the kids. It must be first season. Um, the kids. Um, the, the house is up for sale. Right. There's people going through. The aunt, he, it's his he, aunt's house. He freaks out and chases them out. And that's why I ended up turning it off because I had kids in the room and I just haven't never gotten oh, back well. into it. <laughs> you haven't been to the first murder yet. Yeah. That? Oh, that, that is like, that oh, that's great. That, that, no, no, no. That, that's after the first mur- murder. Okay. Which is part of why they're chasing him out because they use the chemicals All in right. the bathroom upstairs. Okay, okay. So yeah, you, have, you, have, you haven't been to the murder. That, mur- that was pretty no, raunchy. That one and the, uh, the murder right after that, which is at the, uh, is at the Boneyard. Yeah. Oh, it's so. like so great. Yeah. No, the show Breaking Bad. It's one of the best shows on Netflix. Uh, personally, right now, uh, I've I went right, just went right through. Uh, Mash is actually uh, what's going on. That's way too. Well, it is, but it's also nostalgic for me. Yeah, I, get, I understand. And then that. I'm actually uh, binge watching Next Generation uh, because I'm a super. Geek. I haven't done that yet, and there is and a definite you, yet there. I know you. I know you're going to. Well, well no, did you because, did, did well, you with well, uh, um, DS Nine? 
Because uh, I know how oh, much you love DS9. Oh, I forgot. You, know, you, you, kept, you brought Netflix and binge watching. Before I got – before I purchased Netflix or actually before they were doing live streaming, right. just DVDs, I was binge watching using DVDs from there and from oh, Blockbuster when I was writing video games. Okay. And so I went through the entire Babylon 5 series. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, Babylon 5 is fantastic. I'll have to, it really I, I, is. I, well, see, it the came first, out when I was on my mission, so I never got into the it. The first season and a half is a little rough. Okay. But you get past that, and it really takes off. The stories are really great. <laughs> okay. And if you go over to the new Hollywood video by Albertsons, they've got them on. Oh, goody. Just it, it's probably on Hulu. It might be. I haven't looked. In fact, I just picked up Hulu a month ago. Yeah. Oh, and that's you know, nice that's actually another interesting trend. It's is just a bunch of shows that aren't. How many people are shutting off their cable and just going to online uh, uh, content? Cheaper. Well, especially well, now, not only is it cheaper, but you, you have, you, you mostly you have no commercials. Well, so, and especially now that, that these online companies are creating their own content, aside from what they're bringing on from Oh, the yeah. Uh, um, I love the fact that uh, Netflix uh, bought the last season of Star Wars Clone Wars uh, and, and released them all. Because actually that last season is really great. Well, I'm sure it's part of their contract with Disney. It might be. Because um, um, Disney, uh, Disney released a whole lot of films I thought they would never release. Well, yeah, because they, they did a big contract with Netflix, and it was very smart on their on their. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is really good at posting, uh, uh, just posting uh, Netflix originals. Yeah. Like Derek. Um, Derek was really yeah, good. Yeah, that was a really good show. Uh, Black is New Orange. Or Orange oh, is New Black. I know, I, I know I it's real popular. It. I haven't watched it I just it don't yet. see any of it, but I, I'm going to start, too. Um, I do know that a few people who are binge-watching this show yeah. of that. Um, House of Cards. Daredevil. I've heard Daredevil's really good, but it's, I can't have it around with Jonah probably just yeah, yet. Yeah, very, very violent. Okay. Yeah, um, but it's it's so good. Which is but I heard one. that House of Cards is fantastic. Oh, House of Cards is pretty good. Uh, it, Kevin Spacey. It's hard to beat Kevin Spacey. Yeah. All right, so the final segment I got here is uh, Kimball's Facebook test of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Were you here for oh, last week's? Yeah, so you're just saying it's our new favorite because a lot of our favorites are gone. Well, they are until he, uh, until Hiram comes back. Yeah, gotcha. So I had to come up with content, and this yes. this seems reasonably fun. Yeah. Which DC comic character are you? <laughs> I like how it's, it's very specific to not just which comic character are you, but which DC, DC comic com- character. Well, it makes it makes a whole ton. Of oh yes, it does. It does. I agree. Well, because DC. Well. There are certain great characters at DC, but they don't have as many great characters as Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, they they uh, posted the rating of what of what Deadpool is going to be, and they said it's going to be an extreme R. <laughs> the fact they use the word extreme says a lot. Yeah, it only come out as an NC seventeen. Um, so, are you more of a team player or do you go solo? That's kind of an open ended question. Uh, it's the very first question. Are you? Are you? I'd say I'm more of a solo guy. Okay, solo it is. <laughs> well, there's oh, yeah. actually there's Batman. actually most DC comic characters actually are not team members. That's true. Um, Justice League. That's pretty much it. Describe your personality. I'm all good, arrogant but charming, a bit of a nerd. <laughs> I wonder which one you're going to choose. Um, a party animal. I'm serious and dark. Fun and easygoing. I'm a people person. I but uh, I like being alone. Nerd, just go with it. Yeah, yeah. My, well, you go, with, go with your strength. Yeah. Question. Go with your strength. Uh, okay. 
disturb. <laughs> Do you have a love interest? Uh, answer is, I have a long-term relationship. I have a crush. I have a string of one-night stands. Uh, single and free to mingle. Long-term. Long-term it is. There is the gayest picture of <laughs> Iron Man right now. Um, who's your favorite Avenger? Thor, Captain America, Hawkeye, Hulk, Quicksilver, Black Widow, Iron Man. I thought that was Marvel. Uh, it is, but uh, well, let's see. Thor. Yeah, those are all Marvel. But yeah. it's just asking who's your favorite Avenger. Cap. Captain America. The Captain... Uh, let's see, are you more technical? Are you more technical? Uh, I'm sorry, tactical combat or uh, and gadgets, or are you more superpower? <laughs> gadgets, yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be. <laughs> so I don't have to answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going to be whipping out the computer. Hold on, while I whip this out. <laughs> All right, tell us about your childhood. I had a dark and rough childhood. That could be true if you think about me with you. Sir, it depends. depends I had strict parents. It was a good. It was good. I had the best parents and pretty much normal. I think we we can eliminate pretty much normal. Yeah, can't go that route. I'll go with the pretty good parents. Pretty good parents. All right. They're not great, but they're all right. Pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. How are you with kids? I love them, and they love me. I can't stand them. They're all right, I guess. I'm Jared. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Sick bastard. Sorry. So, so, I love kids, <laughs> and they love me. So good those answers to you. <laughs> How are you around kids besides jerking off? I love them, and they love me, which is Jared. Um, I can't stand them, which is me. And uh, they're all right, I guess. I got to go with I, I love them and they love me in a, in a purely <laughs> plutonic uh, way. Appropriate <laughs> way. Uh huh. The, FB, the FBI will be at your. Yourself. <laughs> oh, so you're saying it's not an appropriate way with you? Or Jerry? your relationship with kids? No, your relationship with our kids. Okay, there's a big difference between being a parent and having kids around. Continue. Uh, if okay, in that in that sense, then my answer is different. Oh well, it's too late. Okay. <laughs> um, why do you want to be a hero? For redemption, for popularity, because the world ain't gonna uh, save itself. For the thrills and for justice. Justice. You want justice? All right. I'm telling you, it's gonna be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maybe. my my answers are not near dark enough. No, I can see a few other choices possibly. Can the rules be bent at uh, bent a few times? The answer is, there's always a way around something, and for justice, sometimes they have to be. There's always a way around. <laughs> That's my job is figuring out ways to do stuff that you know, I'm supposed to, be able to do. Don't ruin this quiz with your nerdiness. <laughs> Who would you rather hang out with? Batman, Superman. Shazam, Green Arrow, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, or Green Lantern? Hiram would choose Green Lantern. I think I'll go. 
I guess it depends on what kind of mood he's in. Yeah, yeah exactly. What kind of kind of conversation would you have? I think it would, be, um, I, it would probably most likely be Batman. And Kimball would go, I'm the tech man. <laughs> Batman it is. I actually would find Batman probably the most interesting out of that crew. Um, your house is burning. What do you take? Your most valuable possession, your dad, your mother, your child, or your pet? Kid. Yeah, child. Definitely. It. Well, not you. <laughs> and finally... Your arch nemesis kills your lover. What do you do? Lock him up or kill them in a rage? Oh, definitely kill them in a rage. Yeah, that was, that was totally mine too. And it is calculating. And more calculating. And calculating even more. You are Superman. Even though I'm going to kill someone in a blind rage. Actually, Superman does kill in a blind rage twice in the comics. Yeah. Because uh, he thought the uh, first time it was Lois that uh, died. and then. Um, but I'm not Jewish. That has nothing to do with it. Doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> You're thinking of the actress, not the... No, they, they, um, Superman was created by two Jewish guys during World I War II. I understand that. But, uh, but no, technically, Lois, he's not human. Then again, Jewish people aren't either. Wow. I had to go there. Uh, wow. Uh, I just got to go th- throw a Jewish sh- shot in there or something. No, th- uh, no, that doesn't work at all. Anyway, uh, you work for truth and justice in the American way. You're the purest of them all. <laughs> purest of what? Purest of them all. The people around you look up to you and see you in your best, uh, and, you see th- and you see the best in everyone. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Depends you, on the day. Do you guys like the new Superman movie? I really liked it. I actually haven't seen any of them. Yeah, mixed emotions. It's better than the one I mean, made ad- before that. I, admittedly, it's not nearly as gay as the original one, the original movie series. Yeah. Though I have to, re- so, I, I have to admit that. Oh, was it Superman three with uh, Richard Pryor. Pryor? That was awful. That com- well, no, no. The, the computer freaking out thing that scared the hell out of me as a kid. <laughs> uh, the, the but the uh, the one that I thought I was actually laughing out loud the entire movie was Superman four with the uh, with the uh, nuclear weapons and the other. I never actually saw. Oh, that it's one. so funny! It's so awful. <laughs> uh, in fact, it was so bad that that's why um, that's why Gene Hackman stopped doing the uh, the the role of um, Lux. Lux Luthor because the stories were so stupid and ridiculous. So basically they went the Batman movie route from the first set of Batman movies. But they started out decently good and went just co- comic book. Yeah, it went comic book. No, not comic book. That's wrong. When it went comical. They went TV show. Yes, they did. Uh, very much so. Um, I happened to, when I took the test, because uh, I, I take these so that they're on my Facebook so I can bring them up to yeah. you. So I got Batman. And the Batman uh, is, you are dark and, and can be moody at times. That's not me in any way <laughs> possible, is it? But at the same time, you can be charming and mysterious. Well, I can be mysterious, but I can't be charming. I just don't have that kind of charisma. Uh, every girl, <laughs> it's everything that every girl wants. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, yeah, you should, you should do this test with your porn star. <laughs> that would be great. I would actually listen to that. Because it would be very interesting to see the psychology that she has being totally cool with, you know, selling her body. Hey, 
I was an LDS and I had a giant cock. I guess I would. <laughs> More information by, than I. By, by giant, you mean four inches, right? No, like a, what, <laughs> nine. nine. Baby holding an apple arm. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're, we're totally going with the uh, Austin Powers uh, midget yes. <laughs> shot there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, that's everything I got for today. The, all the worst part about that is when <laughs> it goes to, for the bite. <laughs> <laughs> the bite from the apple is the best yeah. part. <laughs> that is actually very, very funny. Uh, am I doing music or are you? I got it. Okay. So uh, that, that was the Happy Valley Speakeasy podcast, people. Uh, do share us with everybody when you uh, like us or on Facebook. <laughs> or not. Or no, no. <laughs> well, you know, we just want to get the numbers up, you know. Look like we're, somebody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Though, um, though the most themselves. interesting thing is that uh, last week I already had, what, you said 55 downloads from just one week ago? Yep. That's actually pretty good for us. Normally it was in the 30s. No, it's, it, the, there's been a definite increase. So we want to thank you all for listening to us here at Happy Valley Speakeasy, and we'll see you next week. And I apologize for this closing song. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, jeez. <laughs> this song was way more popular. I like the song now because of... Uh, uh, the, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah. Besides that, yeah, it's a pretty shitty song. At least he's not doing the uh, doing the karaoke. I, um, I will go on. No, that's an intro. <laughs> Later, guys. You gotta wait till we get to the drop. There it is. There it is. Hooked on. Hey, wait, 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 wait. The best. Have you seen Shrek Two or Shrek Three when the the hook or the Captain Hook sings right. the song? Yeah. Yes, it's the funniest thing. And it's ever. almost it's it so gay. Yes, look at that.